Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Todd Glass Show is presented by OCB Rolling Papers. Misfit Toys. Well, well, well. Hi. How are you? You're good? Well, listen, this opening doesn't have to be that long because the show explains itself today. Where we were at, the situation, where, you know, all that. It explains it all. So I don't got to tell you twice. So I'm just going to get right to it. Um, Yesterday, if you listen to the show when it first drops on Friday, if not, the 10-year-old Tom has already dropped on HBO Max. And so far, especially by the people that I really care what their opinion is, and you can tell when people are genuine, they fucking love it. So I'm very excited. And um, if you could just tweet some love towards it, you know, just a lot of times it's like, do you know what to tweet? Like, some, does any, one of my listeners must have a presence over at TikTok. And, or know how, you know what I mean. I don't know why I said it has a presence, but know how to navigate around it. Do something with a clip from the show over there. I'm, I'm, I guess I could say I'm begging you. Begging sounds so desperate. I'm asking aggressively. Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, TikTok, 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 don't stop, right? So, um, you know, the funny thing about TikTok is it really, it really is appropriate for me. Just all the little editing features and the music drops. It's, I mean, if you listen to my podcast, you'll be like, yeah, it really is. It really is. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's fun to, to, to play over there. And I know sometimes it's, you know, especially as, you know, we start in the workforce and we're busier in life. We don't have time to go learn about a new, new uh, whatever you call it, a new app. So you just know it from afar, and you think, oh, I think I know what TikTok is. Isn't that where they just boom, boom, boom? No. It, yes, that exists, but there's also a lot of funny stuff over there, a lot of really funny people and people playing with cool music drops and edits, all this stuff. Sometimes I, listen, I see something that makes me jealous. I'm like, why didn't I think of that? 
So anyway, uh, so that's it. So, and if, if you don't know what to write, just write, I always say, write, uh, shut the fuck up funny. Or just write, 10-year-old Tom, love, 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 love. And if it's not your thing, then I wouldn't ask you to do that. But if you love it or if you have trust in me and you go, I don't even have time to watch it, but I'm still going to throw love or the awareness of the show. But if you add uh, HBO Max or I think it's hashtag 10-year-old Tom, if you do that, I'd really appreciate it. And then the creator, if you could add him, I think his, I know, I don't think, I know his name is Steve, but I always have a hard time with his last name, begins with a D. But <laughs> it's so embarrassing. But I don't want to say his name wrong because then I'll feel... It's just then you keep saying it over and over and over and over and over again wrong. I'm going to go... Or... I'm trying to do the inflections without saying his last name. But anyway, so far, like, everyone that I really... Res- you know, respect their opinion. You can tell what people aren't lying to you. They're like, Todd, this show's fucking hilarious. And it's me you know meaning it's just me being me so they were awesome and letting me play all right that's it um 10 year old tom 10 year old tom throw some love its way come on people come on don't let me down i say that about maybe three times a year don't let me down don't let me down i'm a good singer All right, everybody, we now enjoy, we are now joining the Todd Glass Show, already in progress. Wow. Every week, Aaron. Every week. Oh, we're playing with knobs. Ooh. Talk about a, a cold opening. So anyway, let me do what I always do. I can't... Oh, Maybe at this point I just have to accept that it's part of the legacy of the show because I'm always saying, like, oh, we're working on it. But we did. Then we, had, we did fix the whole studio up, and it was amazing. And then we... But that was a while ago, and then we redid it. And it's... I, I will put pictures up. We had pictures of the old one up. We eventually got them up. And we'll definitely get pictures of this up, a video. But it's really oh let me let me set the scene then i'll go back and tell you about what how we've been doing it here in the studio oh and then scott netflix scott i like to call him is going to come back and we are going to reset it up again but now it's like absurd i'm very excited the bigger stage got rid of the red curtains put up like this deep 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 blue same curtaining they'd have if you went to a big theater in this little room, and it gives it a big feel. Sofa, three chairs. But I'll, but I'll, I, if you're, if you have a good memory, Aaron, uh, you will remember to tell me. I want to tell where we had to go to get the the, the curtains. I mean, drapes. I can remember that. Thank you. You're I very helpful. And I have to remind you to not eat the mic. Yes. Thank you. Oh, thank you. So I do want to set the scene. So we are in, and it's sort of very. I use the word sexy a lot. We're in the studio when it's it's been a disaster. But now all the pictures went up, the new new AC up in the ceiling and the, all the new pictures and the new the the floor is cement and it's been sandblasted and the polished the fuck out of it. And I'll put a big rug in the middle. 
Um, but the mess is all gone. Now we're just starting to put it back together. The stage drapes and stuff like that. I don't know what do you call those. The the drape stage, like behind the stage, not curtains. Because when you think of curtains, you think of curtains in a kitchen. There's no fucking curtain kitchens in my podcast studio. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, so today, me and Aaron, just me and Aaron, are sitting in the middle of all the very, very, very organized chaos. I mean, it's ready to go back together, but everything has a place. There's a table with everything that needs to get hung and everything I want on the table and the secondary um, board for the band. There's electrical outlets on every single wall now. Um, But now, me and Aaron are sitting in the midst of it in all the chaos. Like I said, very organized, which I really like. On a table, just sitting in the middle of all of it. You know? And it's it's fun. And I'm going to try to go nice and slow. And I have the board over there in case we want drops. Who needs drops? Wow, I like that. Play that again. I don't know why I like that. I don't that. know if that played very well, but I went you mean, for it. You mean over the, over the way it is right now? Right, without the, with our temporary setup? Yeah, yeah. I think it went over great. I like that. Sounds full. It sounds like, what is that? What instruments do you think that is? A Got violin. Brass of oh, brass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm kidding. Like, I'm that off. What's that, a harmonica? I think that's a brass instrument. So that yeah, is a brass be. instrument. So is your m- mouth. Jeez. Jesus. So we're sitting in here, and I know I've said it a few times. So I want to go nice and slow, and get. Th- and, but I want to, I'm not, I just want to go slower than ever. You know, it's the new Todd Glass show. Do you know they reformatted us? They said slower than ever. This is what they want. And a lot of drops. So tonight... I'm still not exhausted of it at all. I want to remind people they have to watch. I think you should leave. So I want 10 I think you should leave drops. Give me one right now just for good faith. So I well so I know you're not, you know, getting, you know, I don't baby, baby, baby. Thank you. Eric. I think the clap ruins it. You know what I mean? Because the clap, that's such a clean boom, it ends. The clap doesn't let it have its day in court. Don't try to teach me a lesson. Should I do it again? Oh, no. I mean, in the future. I thought it was great. I thought the claps were great. Now I feel bad. I go, oh, no. I say get rid of the the, the baby baby. (laughs) Just claps. So You got it. So Aaron's here with me. And um, I'm going to now walk you through my last few days. Well, first of all, I have had a, uh, uh, for about a month, this is the type of podcast I do now. People say they want more conversation, less jingles. No, they want more jingles, more conversation. It's the new format of the show. And I know what you're thinking. A lot of the listeners, how many, who's changing the format of his show? What is he, I'm eating the mic and you didn't tell me. Hey, Todd. No, it's too late. <laughs> you thought it wouldn't be too late. Oh, thank you. You did remember. See if that worked, how it would go down. Aaron, you forgot to tell me that I'm eating the mic. Wait, Todd. Anyway, what? I think you were just eating the mic. Thank you. 
Like, that's the only way that would work if you got away with it. When someone tries to do it right, sometimes I'll tell a drummer, I'll go, oh, you, no big deal, but I'll be like, oh, you missed a rim shot because we have a few that are planned, and he'll do it as I'm telling him he missed it. I go, that doesn't count. I don't go, oh. It's not like I'm going to go, oh, you missed it, boom, boom. Oh, you did remember. While well, I was telling you, just better to let Todd, it go. Todd, you're eating the mic. Thank you. Thank you. So's your, so's your, uh, no, no, so's, uh, thank you, I meant to say. You can tell someone was going to be negative if they have very negative personality, but through therapy, they're trying to go positive. What do you fuck? I'll help you if you need help. <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck do you want me to do to help you out? <laughs> you know? All right, listen. Let me slow down. So for the past month, and, and I've had a, I, I overstretched. And I, I'm almost positive this is what I did. You know, don't be afraid to play drops while I'm telling these great stories. I mean, don't overdo it, but, I mean, you know, have fun. What was that? Is that going to help my story? Be honest. I think so far. I think so, highlight. too. It gives it, like, if people are like, oh, stories are boring. People go, hmm, that don't seem boring to me. I turned around. I turned around. If you were at a store and you heard that behind you, let's say you're just waiting in line. Oh, you turn. Oh, you turn around for unboring things? <laughs> it's amazing how much you can like lie and sort of make sense when you're full of shit and doesn't make any sense. Because you're like, well, I guess I wouldn't turn around. No, it doesn't have to make it great, you know? That's like when people say, well, you know, you're making fun of my uh, show, you're listening. I, I watch a car accident. I'm not thrilled about it. You know, not watch it, but the aftermath, you're the part of you that's like, you know, it's a, not good. It's human instinct, but you can fight it. Anyway, at least what I don't do is I used to pull over and go, ooh. Anyway. So, it's, 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 and I think what I did is when I was stretching, and I, you know how you lay on your back, I have my, my, my leg in the air, and I, end, I, I think I've talked about this on the show before. I ended up working with a trainer, which really is amazing. I, I, in case I've talked about it, I won't go into detail about it, but I, but I do it once a week. I don't do a lot of homework. You know the stuff he tells me to do. But just, I'm only telling you that to show, but even once a week for an hour, it's amazing. But anyway, that's not the point of the story. So he has one of those hypervolts, which when you're doing some stretching, you can sort of distract the pain. But you can, I, like an idiot, reach down while it was going on my back leg and lift. I, well, I wonder how far I can get my leg because you can't really feel it, which is good because you can push yourself a teeny bit and the hypervolt, to me, the way I explain it, sort of, you know, it distracts you. And it's amazing. But like an idiot, I, I didn't just do a little. I mean, I pushed it. Anyway, that's been bothering me for a month. Saturday, boom. Nothing ridiculous. I could barely walk. And I thought it was my, ended up finding out, so I'll tell you now, it was probably my, uh, what do they call that? No, not my leg. I'd be able to think of leg. I like when people groin. do groin. Thank you know what? I'll get HR down here in ten minutes and you're fucking crying because you got you lost your job. Watch your mouth. <laughs> it's not my fault you hurt your groin. Dog. It's hey, you know what? John Brand Wagner would have played a boing sound effect there, but you missed the opportunity. I, I mean I don't have boing. You don't have boing. You don't have any boing. No, I'm not allowed to boing. I d I don't No, Aaron, I told you to put boing on the board. Did you? I thought you said... No, Aaron, I said put boing on the board. Okay, I I think if you had said... You don't remember me saying put boing on the board? That's something you remember, Todd, and if that you had said that 
said that to me, I think. To put Boeing on the board. Yeah. There's no Boeing on the say, board. And say never told me to say put no on Boeing on the board as much as you can. I think this bit will really watch this. Aaron, I did tell you to put Boeing on the board. Sell it as much as you can, like we're good actors, and we're. F this is what it's about, but it's serious. Aaron, I did it. Hold on. In all seriousness, I did ask you to put Boeing on the board. Boeing on the board? Yeah. I asked After you After all these years, and all it comes down to is Boeing on the board. Watch your mouth. Boeing no. on the fucking board. I can't believe it. Just defend yourself. Say, Todd, you didn't ask me to put Boeing on the board. First of all, you didn't tell me to put Boeing on the board. Aaron, I did. I did. Now, let me ask you a question. I'll show you what I know about the show and what you know about the show, and it's going to give you confidence. Do you think that last bit we just did was funny or not? And be honest. No. <laughs> it was. It was. I'm positive. <laughs> I'm positive. And people are going to email me, and it's going to give you your confidence. Because it's two morons. And, and then we're direct, I'm directing you a little, but I'm still using the word boing on the board. And I think we're going to do it again, and we're going to get emails. Go, Aaron. You, you just all positive. Go, Aaron. That bit was... At the time, do whatever you want. But email me. Todd Glass Comedy. We don't have to let this out to Twitter world. We don't have to air our dirty laundry. I'm eating the mic, Aaron. Todd, don't eat the mic. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, so, I really, truth, do th truth. Is that good to have that word now? I think that bit was very funny. And I know when I'm in the room with someone else that does, because I listen to the show. Boing on the board. And what we could do with this bit, here's what I want you to do. I'm making you way too part of the show, and I know you get nervous. Are you nervous or comfortable? Uh, I'm, I'm finding my way from nervous to comfortable. Oh, you know what? You do a great job. Just know that. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, it's funny. With all the ways sometimes I know when we do the show, I get it. I get it. Um, I feel comfortable around you. So that's amazing quality. You must have some goodness in you because I have high standards of what I feel comfortable around. And you, I'm very comfortable around. Thank you, Todd. You're welcome. And I don't mean high standards. I mean, you know, it's just usually, uh, it's like Steve Fine Arts. You're in that league. You know, just people, it's easy to be around. I mean, don't get me wrong. We've had our, our ups and downs. <laughs> Jesus, that's what we're going to get into now? No, 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 no. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, I'm good. So, um, 10, I think you should leave. I should make it 15 and 10 thunders. I mean, you know, let's make it a thundery show. So, Saturday, uh, there was some work being done on the podcast. Did nothing strenuous, but um, in a pretty much an hour period, I realized, oh... I can barely walk. And it's not like if you're, I've had, I've had, you know, you could, you know, if you hurt your knee, you could get a crutch and, or find a place to lay on bed. There was nowhere, there was a point where it was almost impossible for me to find a place to lay on bed, even laying where it didn't hurt. And now, you know, so, so I'll tell you as it goes without the conjecture. So, and, you know, I, and the whole time I kept thinking, people do have it worse. Like, it, it hurt, but it wasn't ungodly, but it was scary because I had to move past the, the pain, like, to get my leg up or down or move it or flip sides was a big deal. And then my friend Hansa, uh, you know, I called my doctor. He called me back, and he said, you know, I told him what I did. And he said, he's the one who said, it sounds like uh, it's your, uh, 
you stretched your uh he didn't say groin, but I can't think of the word he used. But it's um it's it's like your whole leg. It's like you know you wouldn't even know where to put ice because it's like from your inner thigh all the way down to your knee, and it's like, oh, one little turn and so he talked to me on the phone. He said, Listen, I'm gonna give you some pain medicine, but I don't want you to use it to go do things. So just use it to get comfortable in bed. So it's like, wow. I'm like, okay, I had to cancel all my shows at the lab, which I really wanted to do, but I'll reschedule that, and I'm sorry. Sorry for me. Um, but, and my friend Hansa, because we couldn't get the prescription until the morning, had a few pain, uh, some pain medicine, and uh, she brought it over for me. Two. <laughs> she brought over two. She brought over, she brought over two. <laughs> she brought over two, and let me tell you something. A half an hour later, I was like, wow, that's all I need. Just to make me, I couldn't walk, but I could, but I could, uh, I hope I wasn't talking too close to the mic. I couldn't walk, but I could relax. I could lay in bed and relax. And my doctor said, well, just get a CAT scan, I, which I did. I'm trying not to bore you. I already probably started. But I did get the CAT scan, and I'm going into the doctor's today. As this podcast drops, I'm going to go in. So I'll know exactly what it is. Okay, so let me go back. So, and I did that. Saturday, didn't do anything. Sunday, you know, so a few friends. I, I didn't really need that much, but a few, a few friends were very helpful, especially my friend Hansa brought me over dinner one night, and, you know, she put the little tray table up next to me, and, like, you know. But once I had the pain pills, it was very easy to, to get to the bathroom and, Maybe that was about it and went to the kitchen. So, and I did that. And then last night, but a few nights ago, it doesn't matter the day, why confuse it. A few nights ago, it was like Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday night when I was going to bed, I'd taken a pain pill at around four. And I felt pretty good. At eight and nine, I didn't want to take one because I thought I want to know how my leg is in the morning. So I didn't. And when I woke up at about seven or eight, it felt amazing. And I thought, well, it still might have the remnants. And then by, you know, uh, 10, 11, I was like, wow. It was noticeable that because I had stayed off it. Because the day before, it was still a little... But really staying off of it made a tremendous difference. But still, I'm not stupid. I'm not doing anything, really. And then I'll go into the doctor Friday, and he'll tell me exactly what it is. So, but I'm at a good place. But, man, it was like, you think, it sounds great in the beginning when you have something like that. You're like, you know what, I'm going to enjoy the tranquility of it. Well, it goes away pretty quick when there's shit you want to do. You know, I'd rather be super organized and be able to get get around. Who gives? I don't want to say who gives a shit. Let me get a drink of water. Watch what again. Ready? You ready? Okay. Oh, anyway, I'm gonna get a drink of water. <laughs> God damn it. Wow. 
is this the show? I, I get it. I get it. I hope I earn the right to do that, ironically. <laughs> wow. It's just so unexpected and so vile. You know, I hate the word F-A-R-T more than I hate the, this, the drop. I obviously get enjoyment out of because it, well, only because it's so, it's so wrong. And it is in most cases. But the Podcast Association of America has made an excuse for me. I hope we're recording the show all right. If we're not, I just want to say it's going to end. It's going to end. This is, this is going to be put back together. Oh, it's going to even sound better because we got a few changes. Got the TV up on the wall with the curtain. Like now the curtain opens up and there's a big TV behind it. So it's like a theater. And then when we watch videos, I can like do lights on either side of the TV, like blink red, blue, match whatever's the video in the video. If it's, you know, and it really makes watching. I can I have smoke machine behind the TV, so if, if we're watching videos, imagine there's no people. Living in your dream Imagine there's no Living in your mind Imagine there's no Twinkies Imagine there's no Wawa Imagine there's no <laughs> uh, you know what? Let's because uh, it's a real show, so let's uh, you know let's uh, let's throw to a commercial. We'll be right back right after this. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right. That wasn't necessary. That's the name of my new show. No, you don't have to be sorry. Be glory. All right, so... And then... So anyway, there's there's that. There's where I'm at with that. And I'll know by next podcast, I'll know exactly what's wrong. So I have a feeling it's... I'm thinking it's going to be good news, you know. Um, but getting the, getting the studio ready, I wanted to get this, like, there was a blue backdrop that I've seen used. Blue. So fucking blue. That thick... Weighted look, went downtown, got this stuff. It's not easy going down there. It was fun, though. You know, before I got in the car, Cody Woods went with me because I didn't want to go myself. We left here at 9.30 in the morning, and I told him, I said, you know, 
one of the things that my friend and 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 I I swear this isn't like you know my friend told me this once, but this is something I really remember. He said, um, what he missed the most. He was in a wheelchair, he paralyzed. You know, uh, when he was like twenty three, he was excited. He was down the shore, jumped from you know got out of the car, went onto the back porch of a house him and his a lot of friends had rented dove in the water was low and he was you know paralyzed from the neck from the head down anyway he passed away he died passed away whatever makes it easier for you to say it though um a few years ago and and he and it and it and it, it was it was probably he was he's probably at a better place now even if that's just not being tortured but he made the best of his life he really did i never want to insinuate somebody that um is still here mentally and should not want to live. And and I hope I didn't come off that way, but just for Jim, you know, for Jim's situation where he was at, um, I knew he was ready. Because we had, he had said something once to me. Oh, he said one thing he misses the most is um, just being able to do chores. And then I told Cody Woods that in the car, and he goes, wow, that's probably the best information I've ever gotten. And we really enjoyed going down there. We changed our whole, like, we got coffee, and we just enjoyed Not that that's what you got to do and enjoy yourself. Well, actually, I got hot chocolate, and he got a coffee, and we, uh, and he got a chai tea, actually. So, but we just enjoyed the ride. And, and you know, one time Jim, my friend Jim asked me, because we were at the, like, an outdoor pool in the area in, the, in where he lived, and he said, what if I asked you to just let me roll into the pool and just end my life? I was like, and we had both smoked pot. One of the things that he did was smoke pot, and we would go over. Let me tell you something. We would laugh. Is is in the situation? You know, he took, and he made the best of it. And we probably we got to know each other really fucking good, and our friendship was like at a crazy another level. And uh, but he, uh, we would get high and laugh so fucking hard. And I really enjoyed it. We would smoke and really... I would get him laughing so goddamn hard where I would know I, he asked me to stop and I would go a little further than he, he would go, seriously, you gotta fucking stop. I go, I can't. I'm gonna kill you. I used to tell him, I can't. I'm not gonna stop, Jim. I'm gonna kill you. So he goes, would you let me just take the wheelchair and just go into the pool? And I, and I thought about it. I was like, wow. And I was like, I wanted to do the right thing. And... um. I said, wait, why can't you just do it when no one's around? He's like, because I want to torture you. <laughs> and we would laugh pretty hard, too. One time when we went to visit him, me and my friend Mike Sousa, this is when I did not smoke pot a lot at all. But, I, but I, when I just started loving it. We went to visit him when he was in a place with a lot of people that were going through rehabilitation and some people that were had to be, you know... Uh, you know, all types of situations. And we got really high, and we thought, what if they think we're supposed to be in here and we're trying to, ex you know, get out of here because we're high and we can't barely walk? And they're like, Miss, come on, sir, get back in your... It was funny because we were high. But anyway, so uh, what was... Oh, yeah, so we went down. So because of we thought of Jim, Jim, you, you, I say this to your energy. You live on. That was a great life lesson. Okay. The the uh, the what he missed most was doing chores. I mean, I just shit all over myself. 
this show's sexier than ever. Um, so we went down and we and and we picked it out. We made it. You know, we, it was fun. We went down there. We we parked and then walked around. When I hate. I, by the way, I hate bargaining. It's just not enjoyable. And when you want to leave, I'm, no matter what I do, I'm going to go somewhere else. You feel bad for leaving. I don't say any of the cliche things like, we'll be right back because everybody says that. Just, just say thank you very much. And we're going to look around. Thank you. And he goes, okay, $10.99. I go, no, 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 no. The price is good. I actually, at one point, I said, $4.99. Yeah, here's 50 bucks. Get it out of here. You know, he's paying me. But so anyway, we found it. I got it home. When I got it out in the car, it was shiny. I was like, fuck. I was so happy because I got 55 yards of it. That's how much we needed to do the wall, like, thick and plush. And the next day, I was like, well, they said they wouldn't. (laughs) They said they wouldn't even return it. I hope I'm recording this show right. So much. And by the way, the only reason I, this, you might think, well, why is it? Because we, un, we undid everything, like I said, but I put back together enough just on this table in the middle of all the chaos. It's so, or, you know what I mean, organized chaos? Like, everything is have a spot. When you walk in here, it's like as organized as you can fucking be. And our table's in the middle. We don't even have a light in here yet. We're doing it all by candlelight. And one clamp on light. Clamp on, like, book light. So anyway... I figured on the way there, I know, I figured when I got home and I looked at it and I thought, oh, I could do the other side. I go, Todd, you want this to be perfect. That's not right. And it wasn't. I went back. And as I'm driving there, um, as I'm driving there, what am I? What am I, uh, Gabriel Glacius with the sound effects? I mean, sometimes. Oh, I opened my door to the front of the house. And then I peeled off. And um, so as I'm, I I go, just go back. And I was proud of myself because I have this thing lately where I'm like, Todd, get it done now. Get it done now. And you you enjoy the rest of the day so much better. It's like I almost canceled my dentist appointment today and I went, no. I was so nervous. Because well, the reason I was nervous was because I uh, promised myself I was going to go to the doctor today, but when I felt better, to tell you the truth, I'd rather go Friday because my new insurance kicks in, and my new insurance is through after because a 10-year-old told me. It's just the best insurance in the world. I thought, oh, shit, if this ends up being something. So my appointment is Friday. Oh, as I said, Friday, today. I already went. By the time you're hearing this, I already went. But I did go to the dentist. I'm like, if I do one stupid fucking thing, you woke up, it felt good. Don't be stupid. But I was really so careful. I used the crutches. And I uh, got back. And I got it done. I I feel so good. So anyway, I got in the car. Like I said, I was proud of myself. And I started driving down Wilshire Boulevard. And Because I don't have to think. I don't want to get on the highways. I just, I'll rather take Pico, Pico, Pico all the way there. I love it. And um, I'm texting a friend of mine, and he goes sad about Norm MacDonald. And I didn't, I didn't even know. Sometimes it happens that way. People figured you knew. So I pulled over, 
And I checked, went to Twitter, and I was like, oh, fuck. It hit me, you know, like a ton of bricks. And, you know, whenever anybody dies in the comedy community, you, you always, there, there is like a, a fellowship, especially amongst the kinder comedians, and even the ones that aren't so kind, to be honest. There's the fellowship. What I mean is even the ones you don't agree with them socially. There's still, like, there's a lot of really nice comedians, I think. And even when you don't know them that well, it's sad. You could have worked with them once, two years ago, but you remember their face. You remember what you laughed at. But Norm I knew really well, and um, I had no fucking idea. It did explain a lot. Because, you know, you couldn't have gotten away with hiding it if Norm wasn't already eccentric. Me, there's no way I could go, oh, where's Todd been for three months? But Norm was already, so you just figured it was that. But, I mean, I'm sure, like, I'm a lot of other people that would text him. I would go, Norm, you don't love me. Because he would just cancel. And then it all makes sense. But even though I didn't agree on a few of the things he had been saying lately, shh, now's not the time. Um... I had really great affection for him. And we used to, you know, and you know what? I'm going to tell you this, and I think, I hope you appreciate it, because it's not in a verbose way, if that's the word. But Norm, I knew he had great affection for me, too. And him and... Lori Joe would come over here, and, and we would have the best time around the fire. And, and everybody loved... If I was having Norm around the fire, everybody wanted And I would always keep it real small. I'd have like maybe four people over max, two if I could. And everybody just, he was, you know, he was, he was really great. And he was fun and he was just charming as fuck. And uh, what I mean, that I knew that he loved me, because I, I, I really did. Like, I don't know, there was this really special past, you know, past a lot of things and conversations we would have and till two in the morning. Um, and, uh, and then, boom, you know, you don't, you don't have the chance to say goodbye. But guess what? I, not guess what? I totally respect it. I mean, you can't really love Norm and not... Like, you want to go, bah, if we had the opportunity... You know what? That's the way he wanted it. And I and I get it. Even though it's not the way I would do it, I totally get it. I totally get it. Pulling it off, that's the hard part. Holy shit. But um I'm I you know, I remember once I remember sending Blake Wexler to pick him up and he was so nervous. <laughs> And Blake just, you know, as soon as he came back, he had this huge smile on his face. Because Norm, of course, was really sweet in the car, and he didn't drive. And then, um, I remember once he came over here with Fred Stoller. And Fred, he, Fred Stoller wanted to pull over the whole way here. Now, of course, this wasn't, yeah, this was funny when he was alive. <laughs> Sometimes you'd start telling stories, you're like, yeah, that drove everybody nuts. But he, he, he didn't want Fred Stoller to pull over on the way here. And he goes, no, I hear a sound. I hear a sound. Fred, and so so uh, Norm is uh, like, oh, no, that's all right. That's all right. Anyway, it ended up that he was driving on a flat for like two miles. And when he got outside, the tire was shredded. You know, <laughs> probably because Norm didn't want to be late. And I admired him for it. 
And um, I'll tell you this story, and then we'll move on. Because it, it really is a sweet story. And, it, and um, a, you know, I am going to tell the story. I was just thinking, I wonder if the person in the story would mind, and I don't think they would, and I'll check if they do. But about, tell you, get, to, get to the point that really matters, about 13 years ago, about, it could be 15, it could be 16, but it's right in that area. Um, a friend of mine had a kid, at that point he was 13, and he had brain three stage can uh, can cancer, st uh, brain cancer, stage three. And um, I didn't talk to her in a while, but I got an email from her saying, I don't know if you remember me. I'm like, of course I remember. You know one of those people you hang out with like for four years, just six nights a week. And then, you know, I was at her wedding, and then, but she's being nice. You know, I was, of course, Kathy, of course. And something to the effect, she was, we started talking about her son, and he was 13. He loves stand-up. He's been doing open mic night for like two years. And um, he... Uh, he loves stand-up comedy, and he, and he loved you on Last Comic Standing. Would you talk to him? I'm like, of course I would. And she goes, I don't like to make his cancer his identity. But sometimes I go, I get it. Like, if I wouldn't do this for everybody. But fuck, if I'm going to do it for someone, you know, you know, this is somebody you would do this for. And what I'm about to tell you, you know, the rest of, rest of the story. So, um... You know what, it's not that I wouldn't do to a certain point for anybody. If any 13-year-old, I'd probably be like, oh, I love this 13-year-old. He loves stand-up so much. But it's, it's, it's as the story grows, you know. So anyway, I get on the phone with him. She just said he would love to talk to her. I get on the phone. You know, we really had a great conversation. You know, he's been doing comedy for two years. Like, he, he, two years. And when I say two years, like, he was doing it. Like, every week he was getting on stage. And by the way, sometimes people, part of the story, they hear this story. Maybe David will hear it. Maybe someone else will hear it. I know Norm won't hear it. Um, and they go, oh, well, it was this, it was that. I get the gist of the story down. You know what I mean? I know there's somebody right now. It was stage this cancer, not that cancer. So anyway, um, we, um, he, we talked to him on the phone. It was great. It was just so great to talk to. And then I called Kathy back, and I'm like, Kathy, like, I mean, I know we knew each other pretty well, but we hadn't seen each other in a while. It's her child. I said, what would you think if David wanted to come out and visit me? And she's like, oh, my God. And, and, um, uh, and he did. It, it, it was about three weeks later, and we got a, we got a plane ticket, and and um, I wanted to meet him upstairs. You know, I really w I wanted to just make him feel as safe as possible. Kathy feel as safe as possible. So my friend that uh, just, uh, I know her through somebody else. They're like a lazy, a la a la a la what's it called? A la lazon? A lazion? No, uh, I can't. Liaison. Couldn't say that word. Got me to, you know, met, met me upstairs. David comes out of the plane and he goes, um, there's the man I met on the internet. And you know, being and it is very funny, but we're like, okay, that's not. We don't want to be secondary screening. So uh, he spent some time here, and it was uh, was really great. He spent like uh, three, no, he spent like a week here, and we did a lot of fun shit. And he was fun to hang out with. Anyway, like a year later, he's still doing open mic night, and I and he's Norm McDonald is in the city where he's at, and um, I uh, asked Norm. 
but this is the part that I don't know if David would know, but I don't think he would mind. And I said the same thing his mom said. Really don't want to make that his identity, but I wouldn't ask you this, Norm, if it wasn't for this reason. And by the way, I hope you're comfortable to say no. You know what? I said, I said something like comfortable enough because you just don't like anyone going up before you. Like that would be like, I wouldn't want you to make an excuse for that. You run a tight show and like, uh, but I said, but if you, you know, if, if, if whatever the reason is, you know, and he said, of course, you know, you forget how the dialogue went back. I guess I was talking to him on text, I would imagine. He said, okay, David went up and he said he did really good and he invited him back the next night. He didn't have to do that. And uh, he did that, and then they took a picture, and uh, he, didn't, he didn't have cancer then. But it was a really sweet thing to do. Like, like the first night was enough, and then to do it again? I think the first thing he said is he wanted to see the x-rays to see how bad the cancer was, <laughs> which is so fucking funny. Anyway, now he's dead. What the fuck? Woo! I guess I'm a good storyteller. What am I going to do about it, huh? Hello? I'm eating the mic. thing I want to do about this episode, and by the way, I, hope, I think I, we left that at a good place. Norm McDonald's is, is great and dead. Dead! And by the way, there's a lot of videos of Norm talking about death. I talk about death. A lot of comedians do, but a lot where he talks about afterwards. You know, don't be sad. People go, oh, they would want a party, not me. He's like, I want them sad as could be. I want people crying. Oh, why God? No God! Take me! Steve, uh... Steve Schaefer. I'm gonna fuck up his bit, but he won't... I don't think he listens to the show. But he had a bit. It's so great. It made me laugh all the time. It makes Vinny laugh all the time. And it's, um... The, uh... The, 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 he say the Italian moms. Italian at the, at the funerals, you know. Like, only an Italian mom could... Someone could say, oh, I bring it down. I mean, it's a place where you really... Sh it makes sense that you're tr sad and crying and hysterical sometimes. But at one point, how hysterical does someone have to be where you go bring? They're like, oh, God, oh, take me, God. Why don't you take me? It's just once. I like to say, okay, Aunt, da, da, da. I'm taking you. Ah, it's, a, it's just a joking. It's a joke. It's a show. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a take me show. Da, 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 da. It's a take me show. Anyway, Steve Schaefer, go fuck yourself. So now, um, now what? I went back and, I, oh, by the way, I went back and got the material and it's perfect. But when I pulled over on the side of the road, this is what I wanted to say. I pulled over on the side of the road when I, when I wanted to brace myself and um, I started the car. I, word for word, I promise you this is true. And I was, I got, it was, it was, you know, you get very emotional very quick and then I, you know, started, I, I pulled back into the car and I went, well, I guess, Norm, that's what you get. I mean, really? That's all he got? I was crying and then three minutes later, I still went to the downtown to get the fabric. And then I didn't want to be overly 
even in a funny way, but not with the truth of it. And the truth of the matter is, that's not true. That's not true. There are people, and some of them are comedians, that I, re that I think of every single month, at least, I think of Kevin Meaning. Every single month, he has not forgotten. I think of Mitch all the time. I think of Harris Whittles. He's still in my phone. So, so I, it was almost... It, 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 because we'd all like to believe that if we... That we're remembered. I mean, that's... I guess that's normal. But not only that, I think it says why being not only funny, but however you live your life is important because you will leave a legacy behind. That's not fake. That's very real. It's not like, wouldn't it be great if people remembered you for a long time and you changed the trajectory of the way the world went? No, that happens a lot. It's not like, what if, or I hope it's true. <laughs> you know, that's just the truth. So, um, but at first I did think that about Norm. I'm like, really? I'm just going, aren't I going to cancel this? But I went down and... Um, all by myself. I didn't even have anybody with me, which is very weird. And I said, first thing I went up to the woman, I was like, they told me they don't take returns yesterday, not even store credits. I said, but the reason I drove all the way back down here is because the guy that was helping me yesterday said that it had no shine to it. And it, she goes, oh, of course this does. So she was really nice. I said, I cut two yards off of it. She wasn't even going to open it up. But I said I cut two, about two yards off of it. It was probably closer to a yard, but I thought it could be a little over because she was so nice. But anyway, now and then I got what I wanted. It's a big fucking... It's going to look so good in here. It's going to look crazy. It's Eric Olson. You want to... Let's put it on speaker. Eric, you are on the podcast. <laughs> and you are talking right now to me and Aaron Simon. I knew it. <laughs> hey, Aaron. Aaron, watch hi, your... Aaron. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I said, hi, Aaron. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. How's it going? Oh, how's it going? <laughs> We're doing great. I... Think you're going to release this one? <laughs> yes. Why would you say that? No, I'm kidding. Don't joke anymore. Sure. I don't like it. I don't like when you joke. <laughs> we're feeling great. Eric, we're sitting in the middle of the studio. It's like chaos, but we have the organized table right in the middle of it. It's just looking so good in here. And just me and Aaron, there's no even lights in here right now. We're, we're doing it by candlelight. Uh, it's unplugged. It's unplugged. You're doing the podcast unplugged. I love it. You know what, Eric? You know how to brand this shit. We're unplugged. <laughs> no, we're unplugged. It's true. It's like the new marketing. I hope I'm hold. Whenever I hold the phone to the mic, everybody in the room mimes me the right way to do it. Now, Aaron hasn't, but usually people go like that. And I'm like, where? Where do you? Did you mind holding it to the? No, I'll do it. All right. It's a... <laughs> so now we're here and. And sunny I just, California. How long has this been on? We've been 44 minutes. We're here in sunny California. I got, we talked about, we just talked about Norm. Uh, and we talked about him letting do it, letting David Fitting do those guest spots when he was gone through his own cancer. So, and uh, what else? We talked about the studio. You never liked Norm. Isn't that true? You hated him? Well, that's not true. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I put words in your mouth? I got to make my show controversial. We'll be right back. 
no, I think he made a, 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 no, I'm not going to, never mind. Yeah, watch your mouth. Why do you have to? By the way, folks, just in case, truth. This is we're, we're, yeah, we're we're there is no uh, there's nothing. Uh, uh, no, nothing but love for Norm. Yeah, um, he actually was like my Ripples. Whatever he was going to panel, Norm was the one to stay up for. Hey, by the way, I already said some of those things he said lately. I did not care for dead or alive. I can be honest. I think that makes. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Now, I want to talk about this drop. You just let me hear it again. Oh, that's oh, what you just played? Yeah. No, that's it. okay. That's but the gong. It needs to be louder. I've learned to love that. Some of Aaron's drops here. Oh, the they gong? They take time for me to grow on me. Oh, but I did say that. I said. <laughs> okay. So some of. Uh, oh, I said that because when you say that, it says people, it means what you're saying is from your heart in spite of some recent things he was saying. Um, but, uh, but I, no, I said, uh, we, we, uh, we did it up nice. I had like a 30-piece band in here playing in the background. And um, we had violins, and we did it up. Oh. We did it up really good. I had the best picture of him, too, with the best smile, with his devilish cheeks, um, right across from me as I stared at him. It's right over there. Anyway, with Adam Idgett. I'm going to edit him out. <laughs> I did talk to him the other day. It did feel good. I get it, closure. It feels good to... First, I'm afraid to reach out to people because I'm like, oh, I hope he's not getting inundated. Like, he knew him really well, but when it's time. Um, but anyway, Eric, you won, a, you won a prize. Oh, yes? Mm-hmm. What is it? I'm going to think of a number. Oh. No, Adam. You haven't won it. You have the opportunity to win it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What is your middle name? Seven. Seven. I thought you were thinking of a number. Okay. What is your favorite number? Andrew. (laughs) Andrew. No. Okay. Let me go over the... Okay. Guess... I might have got the question. You got it wrong. Okay. What is your middle name? Oh, no. What is... That was an accident, everybody. That was an accident. That's an accident. Aaron's masturbating. Accidentally. Accidentally. Into the microphone. So, listen, I'm going to say what I said last time. I really do. Like, if I could just talk to you and not, like, put the phone down. Matter of fact, put it... Are you there? I'm here. Is there anything you want to say before we say goodbye? I want you to feel uh, heard. I don't I want you to wait for it to be finished and I'll be there. I don't want you to ever feel when I call you like you might go, Oh, Todd, was that interesting? Anything yes, it's interesting. I'm talking to a friend. It's very interesting. Oh, oh thank you. Can you hear that drop? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like that one. You know what we've been you know, you know what we've been using a lot now because it 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 Oh, don't not yet. Because it just makes the sh- it just takes anything and it polishes. Let's say in the middle of the show, I go, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, Jesus. Pretty good, or I go, you know what? It's a shit show, and that's what it is, and I, I I'm just done, done caring. Baby, 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 baby. 
You like it? That's really funny. I'm going to start listening. You should. <laughs> Maybe that should be our... I didn't know. All right, listen. I love you. You seem nice. Tell your son, Jackie, that I said hi. Rocky. Rocky. Oh, isn't he adorable? Yes, God bless our troops. Thank you. The dance troops. Take care. Bye. Eric's great. Hope he listens to this. What? Love the guy. He is. He's just... Maybe I should just tell him, if you want to know the way I feel about it, you listen to the podcast. But he is a... Um, he may... I'm going to tell him to listen now, because I, it's, I just thought, I go, well, what, why do you like Eric? Because he's a calming force, and he and he's very helpful to me. Like not only do we laugh at a lot of the same shit, like really hard, but we uh, he's a calming force, which is a bonus to me, uh, in in my life. Steve Finearts, on the other hand, makes me feel verklempt. <laughs> Hello, I can't eat the mic. Although I'm almost positive it doesn't sound. Like it sounds in here. Because when we replayed it, it didn't sound so fuzzy, did it? Maybe it's because there's no blank. What's good about this episode is it's the is it fuzzy episode. Like if I, when I'm dead, hopefully a long time from now, people find it. Did you ever hear the episode with Todd? It was, it was when they were in the middle of the second redo of the studio and he was worried about his mic being just off and it sounded so good. And, oh, I just cry when I listen to it now that he's, Dead. All dead. Todd died? Hey, by the way, Todd Glass died last night. What the fuck? You don't even know how you'd act. Didn't he stretch every week? You know what? You think it's a joke now, Aaron? But when I'm dead, you're going to be a wreck. Are you still going to want to be stretched? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I did recommend that I'm stretched two weeks after I'm dead. Because, you know, I want people to see me dead and go, boy, he looks better dead than, he, than I did alive. He looks better. People are going to go, Todd Glass, he's been dead two years? He looks like he's been dead five minutes. <laughs> Todd Glass? Is that, who is that? Is it wrong to play his message? Who's? He's going to probably... You know what? I might do it. You think it's personal? Well, you know what? I'm going to say it because it's nice and I'm feeling good. Can I play your message on the podcast? No, I'm not going to ask him. Hold on. Who is it? Vinny. Hold Vinny. On. Hold on. Hi, Vinny. All right. Now he, he, you know, I love it. He calls me three or four times a week and leaves a Mister Rogers quote in a voice, in a little voice memo, a book that I got him, and he calls. But and I love it. It some nights, it's and he's very consistent with it. And what I meant, like, is it too personal? I think it's nice. I think it's good. I wouldn't, you know. But here's one from tonight. Let's see if we can hear it. I hope you're ready. I hope you are ready in your ears to hear some Mr. Rogers. Actor David Carradine 
son of John Carradine, said in gratitude of his father's accomplishments, I could stand on his shoulders and feel twice as tall. That each generation could stand on the shoulders of the last and feel twice as tall is a poetic hope for all our families. Did you hear that? Now I'm going to play it again. And he does say Carradine. He might say it wrong, but he just doesn't. He's not even in his. You know, he has sounds right to no me. No idea who he is. He might have, but I don't think it gets in the way. I think this is a. Uh, well, the first thing when I hear "stand on the shoulders" instead of other generations like saying kids today stand on their shoulders, let them stand on your shoulders. You know, do what you want. I like that he does it. It's a really. Can I have a hit of that? I like that. It, I think it's very nice, and I and I. And and it really puts a big smile on my face before I go to bed, and and he's very consistent with it. Like I said, it's really it's very sweet. Hey Vinny, why don't you go fuck yourself? You're so fucking great. Do you think you think you're so great? You should meet me. Thank you. I'm funny, Aaron. Remember that, because I know I'm funny. So if you don't laugh at something, I won't say anything. But I'll be like, hmm, I'm judging you, not me. A lot of insecure people go, oh, wasn't I funny? No, I'm, I know. Everything I say has the ability to throw people into a shh, to a fit of laughter. How you doing? Good. I'm trying Aaron, to think of a zinger. Who, who are you most comfortable around? Jesus. Seriously, other than me. Um, In life. My parents. You're very comfortable around your parents. Um, Outside of your family, and and no no actually, I don't want to get specifics. But your people, but in your family, would you say you're pretty comfortable, like around? Yeah, you're 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 all your brothers and your mom and dad. Mm -hmm. So you're right. That's that's really good. That's nice actually. Um, All right. Well, I'll get back to the show. Thank you. Nice talking to you. Yeah, I hope that was a good segment. It was great. (laughs) <laughs> I don't want you to feel like you have to talk. You can put your mic down. I don't want you to get nervous because, you know, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, like, throw too much at you. I just often feel like my thoughts are just too much for people. No, your thoughts are never too much. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If you're not, if you're not comfortable around, you, you are pretty comfortable around me, I would imagine, right? Yeah. But you're on your guard a little. You're a little. Be these you're, days. You gotta be these. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> Whatever you're saying is perfect. So you know that, and that's the right answer to that. Like when you, you you're you, the reason you get uncomfortable is because you think you're you are you by nature. You are you by nature. Whether you're being funny, whether you're not being funny, you're not interesting because you're making great jokes. So you're interesting because who you are. So if you just talk to me genuinely, it doesn't have to be funny. It just have to be you. Okay. Does, that, does that make sense? Yes. But pick it up a little. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Don't eat the mic. Vinny loves when... Thank you. Vinny laughs whenever I do that. When I give him a compliment, and I go, then at the end I go... I flip it around. All right. Let's... Put this over here. I feel like having a... Like, I want to... I want to... Oh, I have my pen with sing. me. I want to sing. Yeah, I should sing. I should just relax. Let me hear a little bit. Do you have a, do you have, um, uh, what is it called? Fever on there? 
I'm taking my time. We're in no hurry. Everything we just talked about was great. Hmm. I don't know if that helps. Never know how much I love you. Never know how much I got. When you have your arms around me, I remember that you can't just hide. You give me fever. <laughs> will you will you vamp until I get back? I want to go get something. Just go. Or just talk to the people. I'll be right back. All right. Truth, I am running in the house real quick. You can say nothing. That's okay, too. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Do, do, be, do, do, do. I was going to try talking instead, but I panicked and decided to sing because that seems a bit easier to do. And then I picked up the microphone and I said that I'll just sing. And now we're here and it's all happening. And... The studio looks different. Wait until you guys see this place. It's all kind of cool, and they got some curtains. And it's going to live up to all of your expectations. Right. Here's Todd. From what I heard, what you were doing, I didn't care for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's hear it cracking. Shit. Be careful, seriously. Never know how much I love you. Never know how much I care. When you hurt your I get a feeling I just so hard to bear. You give me fever. <laughs> when you kiss me, fever when you hold me tight. Fever in the morning and fever all through the night. Sun lights up the daytime, moon lights up the night. I light up when you call my name, when you call my name. You give me fever. This show should be giving you a boner. That was, that was to my manager, actually. He said he has nothing to get a boner to, so I said, I, I think I have an idea for you. All right, let's stop with the... What is that? I don't even know what that is. What, what is that? People can't even understand what it is, and I'm not joking around. But if you're just laughing, if, don't, if, you're gonna, if, I, if I have this conversation with you and you just start, like... What what is that? Well, tell me what that is. You got to answer me. That is a watch your beer, please. Old Looney Tune. Uh, okay, but you can't seriously carrot, let, carrot eating sound effect. Okay, let me hear it again. Now we're gonna play it. 
Okay, now, seriously, they, it's not, you can't, by the way, don't, you know I think you're funny. If you start getting insecure because I'm having, it, it's not funny if people can't understand what it is. Then it's just like, oh, no, no, no one even knows. Now, if it's funny, if it's a carrot fair, bite, you understand it's a carrot, but it's not funny just because that, that means you could just hide all imperfections behind, oh, it's a joke. Well, no, there has to be a joke that's gettable. Yes. Now, there, it, but it's only gettable if I go, what is that? That's why it's all right, because if it's not all right and we talk about it, well, that's part of the show. And quite frankly, I need content. I need content, so this is good. But that truth, I'd rather you never play again, ever. And, okay, I and, got it. And no one is going to... now. But I want to right now keep playing it. I want to right now keep playing it. Even though nobody can hear it? Well, because I want to, because in case later you say, Todd, I think it was good for the show. I want to, like, really give it its day. I want to turn the volume up on it. Go ahead. Let me hear it. Okay. Go ahead. Moonlight's up the sunlight. Yeah. Yeah, you can't even. So take it off the board. Take, take it, it off, off the, the board. board right take now. it off the board right now. <laughs> Because I know you'll want to do it later, and I'll go, I said the truth. But I think you're fucking hysterical. Man, no, we, I'm not taking it personally. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Truth, that means a lot to me. Cool. Because that can't be like that. Well, I, what I always say is, in my life, with the people that I know, you know, you know how, I don't know if you've ever known someone like this, or indirectly or not, but you'll get this person. This is a line that they often say, they're a breed, They'll go, you know I love you, whenever you say, I I'm not sure. No, no, I don't. And I never want to be, you know, I love you guy. I try to, like, understand, like, whoever I'm around, I think people know the way I feel about them. So, yeah, if it's something like that, it's just, but but, but I'm not going to lie to you. I need the content. So when you do it, and I know, oh, we'll talk about not doing it, but it still counts as part of the show. And there's nothing anybody can do. Now, I don't want you to play that again, though. Not, I was going to do baby, baby, baby. Let me, oh, you were? Yeah, but now, now the timing's kind of... Let me tell you something. The timing's... For baby, 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 the time is always baby, right. Baby, baby, Do you know you have ten of those left? And I'm never going to mention it again. It's still at ten. No, I, I raised it to fifteen. Damn. Yeah, because of what happened. Because of what happened. So... You want me to play it? No, no. <laughs> no, I'm taking my time. I'm, you know, I feel very comfortable. I could go for a little bit of marijuana, to be honest. But I feel great. We'll go in for the close, which means about 35 minutes. Cool. Oh, let's talk about... And then we'll watch your reel that you're putting together. I'm not going to talk about it. Don't worry. Don't get, don't get upset. Do you have a lighter? Yes. So, thank you for this joint. Thank you, Lord. Oh, yeah, we were going to do the organ music thing. I know, it's hard to hear the reverb, although right now I feel like my voice sounds great. Hello. Let me hear it. Let me give me a little keyboard over there. Ladies and gentlemen, who gather here today. You know, 
There was a man walking down the street one day like a year. I'm tired of this character, tired of this bit. I started to steal from the thing I just saw Jim Carrey do. So, Vinny, I'm one step behind you. Well, because you realized it 20 seconds ago. And you know you were thinking it. You're going to laugh so hard because you're like, he was right, he was right, he was right. You're probably going up to strangers right now. He was right. Todd was, was right. I was, I was, just, I was thinking. I felt bad for judging him, but I did think, oh, he's influenced. It was almost more adorable. I'll be adorable. Some comedian told me I was adorable. He goes, oh, is that rude? I tell you you're adorable. You're a full-grown adult. I go, I fucking love it. I tell people they're adorable. Everybody, even the guy at the store. I go, you're adorable. You're adorable. He goes, sir, can I help you? I say, you're just adorable. I love you. I come in here all the time. He goes, sir, put out the cigarette. I go, oh, come on. It makes the bit better. <laughs> you're adorable. If a cop comes up to my car, Unless it's a woman, because then it could be it could be just as disrespectful to a man, but there's a sense of comfort. But I go, you, excuse me, you are adorable. And I know it's not going to help get me out of this ticket, but you, you're adorable. You say it to a judge, butters him up. Your Honor, may I say, I love your bathrobe. Sir, it's not a bathrobe. Well, it should be. Convince every police officer to quit because they have a potential for a modeling career. Yes. Yeah, you know what you should do? You should be modeling. Sure, I give my show reverb. My show is the Gabriel Glacio podcast. Any chance I could do a drop or, a, or anything at all, I play it. That's what this show is. Bells and whistles, baby. Funny. The Todd Glass show is funny. Not interesting, but funny. So, um, 10-year-old Tommy debuted last night. Wow, interesting. And now, it doesn't get confusing. People get it. Now I'm going to, what did I do? I'll tell you what I did because I know what I'm going to do, even though I didn't do it yet. I'm going to, uh, first I wasn't going to watch it. It comes on Thursday, which was... It doesn't matter. Yesterday. It was in the in the past, yesterday. If you listen to the show, the day it drops. But it, it, I was going to listen to it the next day, and I thought, no, I can't. I got to listen to it Thursday night. Like I'm like, I can't go to bed knowing something. I got to see it. It's all. It's all. Hell so yeah. so now I think Cam Gavinsky is going to come over, and I'm going to probably try to get somebody else to come over. Of the Gavinsky family. Of the Gavinsky family, and maybe uh, Sterling Gavinsky. Cam Gavinsky and Sterling Gavinsky um, uh, are going to come over. And I'll, I'll, I'll have somebody here. I'll have like two or three people here. And you know what? I, I will. I, now I want to order sushi and like do something nice. Because I should. This is everything that I do. For This is what I do. You know, this is like a nice thing. It's a big deal. I should celebrate it. It's, it's, yeah, it all came to fruition and it was pure joy to do. Have you ever played an animated character? No. Before? And they, and he and he was so nice. You know, I've learned more about him as I was doing the show, and I'm glad I didn't know up front because I would have been more nervous. Whenever I'm around someone that I'm aware of their talent, I don't get starstruck, but I do get talent struck. 
I do get talent struck. And it's the same exact, you just make sure you're saying, you try to say too little, you try to, so I didn't really know. And as I, and I grew, I said, oh, you didn't, someone said, you never saw he did this. And I did that. I'm like, oh, and then I watched it. I'm like, fuck, that's funny. And then, but he was really, seriously, it's easy to talk about him because he was like really super nice. Always a great energy on the phone. Always. I guess why not? He just sold the show to HBO Max. What the fuck's he want from me? But um, everybody that worked there was super nice, and it was a great experience. From the audition on the phone to how much they let me play. I mean, they really let me ad-lib a lot. But if the show doesn't do well, then I'll say, well, they wouldn't let me ad-lib. No, I have to take hundreds. They shouldn't have let me ad lib. They shouldn't have let me ad lib. It's their fault. I, I, what do I know? I've never done a show before. I'm going to be 38. <laughs> I blame them. They shouldn't let me ad lib. They really let me uh, just be so absurd and silly and just take it anywhere and, all, and never rein me in ever. They, the, I, they never rein me in. All they would do sometimes is go, let's get a clean take. But then we did 30 silly takes after it. Even they rarely never even said a clean take. They'd be like, oh, maybe once say that line again. But overwhelmingly, it was just, it was, a, it was really enjoyable. It was a really, I would, you know, I, I would go early, an hour early, and I would smoke in my car. I'd have my cup of coffee hot, or cup of chai tea or hot chocolate. And, uh, and go an hour early and park at this one spot there was a tree ahead of you so even though there wasn't trees everywhere if you park there it has a really just staring at a, a tree and then a brick wall on the other side it was just a great little corner and I would get there an hour early and smoke I would smoke an hour because I you know I didn't want to be I wanted to be perfectly high and I, and I I never did that before ever in my career and I really enjoyed it I did that about half the time and then the other half I just did some coke did some coke <laughs> Is that the way I laugh now? <laughs> I gotta practice my laugh. <laughs> the rest of the show is it fun? Is it funny? <laughs> Seriously, help me with my laugh. I need to get a good laugh. <laughs> Try going up and then down. And then back, back up. There you go. Is that good? Yeah, <laughs> as many times as you can go up. And back down. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Never know that's how much I love so you play you. the principal, right? Yes, I do. I play the principal. And, and how deep did you go with your character work in your mind, like thinking out who this character was? Me. <laughs> I just made it me. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> I was talking about pop tarts out of nowhere. I asked one time. I asked Tommy how many pop tarts eats. He goes, why? The only thing that had the scene had to do with is that we were in a kitchen. He goes, why? And then he, I answered him. <laughs> it didn't have to be, it didn't have to really like try to be funny. It was just, I went to, I go, he goes, hey, how many do you eat? I go, I can't believe you. I, the <laughs> fact that anybody could eat two, I go, four and it's hard, six usually. I just answered <laughs> him honestly. And then one, you know, just, just anything, it would be like, like one time, I remember it was something to do with. I was telling him some things I was disappointed in myself about. He was like, "What?" I'm like, "Well, I'm lonely. <laughs> I'm I'm a little overweight, and I'm a a light stealer." <laughs> <laughs> and that one made the cut. That made it in there. <laughs> but just picture a little kid, and the principal's telling him. You know, he's sitting <laughs> looking at him like, "Wow, 
really taking the opportunity to confess to a little kid. Yeah, right. It's inappropriate, inappropriate <laughs> information. But you know what? You got to love them. You got to love them. Ten-year-old Tom on HBO Max, everybody. <laughs> We're not shitting around anymore. I, I really wanted to do well because it would be fun to be a part of, and it would, to be honest, what it would do the most for me is draw more people on, on the road that know my sensibility. And, 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 and you're lucky when the vehicle matches what you'd want to come see you. And this does. It doesn't mean everyone would come and love me, but it's not, they're not going to be thrown. Like, if, if what you portray on television is much different than your stand-up, it's just harder. You, you know, you do it, and you, 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 you... But when it's something that, like, no, the people that would like this would come out and give my stand-up a shot are probably going to like my stand-up. Yeah, definitely. So it would, be a, it would be for two reasons. One, because of the success of the show. And that fucking money, baby. <laughs> and um, if that doesn't make you want to watch it, if that doesn't give will? you a boner, yeah, if that doesn't make you, what if I go on the shows instead of going on Jimmy Kimmel on these shows when I have the opportunity, just go, you know how much fucking money I'm gonna make? <laughs> Come on, people, on that alone, you should watch it. <laughs> you got something against me? I'm just a hardworking guy trying to make a lot of money. Trying to make a lot, I mean, a little money, <laughs> get by, get by. Get by, I meant. I meant get by. I meant get by. Just start playing drops. I want to hear what's on the board. It's my show, my soundboard. And then we're going to do them short if I want, long if I want. And then we're going to go in for the close. I got to eat some dinner. I'm starving. It's good I have my appetite back. <laughs> I never lost it. Well, hurry up. Play something. What are you doing over there? I'm killing myself. No, not that. Just music. Fun stuff. God, you really... Neat stuff. Neat stuff. <laughs> I mean, come on. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Are you with your... Oh, by the way, we are going to do a kid's show. It is on my list of things to do. Shake your hands in the air. That's it. No, we're, we're really going to do it. We're going to treat it serious. We're not going to... You know what? Truth. Truth. This is why I love truth. I'm not going to try to make it, hi, boys and girls. No, we're going to try to do a show that um, is just us being silly. But it doesn't involve, have to be a parody of it. Certain elements of it will be like, you know, shake your hands in the air. But that stuff's fun for adults to do. So I'm not doing it in any disparaging way. It's almost like an excuse to do it. Because, oh, it's, you know, everybody. And little kids like it, too. And the ones that are like 11 or 12 that are listening, I know we're going to get some of them. Well, they're going to look at it, oh, this is more for the four and five-year-olds. <sighs> all right, all right, great. We're all having a great time. Listen, this is a real show, so we have tons of commercials. Other podcasts, they don't have commercials. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was a real show. We'll be right back right after this. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home? isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY 
at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What do you got on the board over there? No, go ahead. That's all you got again? You play the same one again? Aaron, you should be embarrassed. Oh, X sound people listen to the show to see how the new guy does. Max Beasley got got a rated A, got a rated A from the Podcast Association of America for a well-placed drop. So you, the, the pressure is on. It's a Todd Glass show. Sure, it's fun. Did you ever get, if I wanted to get funked up, what music would you offer me? And I'm being serious. Are you ready to get funked up, everybody? It was a night. Oh, what a night. It was a Folks, seriously, truth, I'm going to dance around for a second because the music is loud in here. Todd is doing cartwheels. He's dancing like crazy. He's like, oh my god. Wow, he's hit like pretty much every wall. He's bouncing off the walls. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Go, Todd. I can't show him. I'm talking though. I'm trying to tell them. He's, he, I don't know how he's able to talk to me at the same time that he's doing this. It is un uncanny what he's pulling off. I mean, this is like nothing I've seen before. I'm a judge of dancing unprofessionally on the weekends. Whoa! <laughs> Can I tell you the truth? Truth. Here's the good place to have truth. What were you telling them? Because I had no idea, but it started to make me laugh. I'm trying to explain. Like, What were you saying? Be honest. That you're dancing all over the place and doing cartwheels? Oh, well, I was, okay, I was standing in one place, moving my hands vigorously. But I was, obviously, I wanted him to do that. Like, oh, look at him, he's doing cartwheels, so I'm, like, miming him. But it's so stupid. Like, I'd want to lie to you guys. You make, let them think I'm really dancing. Sure, it's the Todd Glass Show. I think the band could come out to this on the road, right? 
and they should all sing along. Picture that, you're in the club all of a sudden. Now, what else you got on the board? I'm bored of that. Give me something else. And let's not fuck around anymore. We got to serve good shit. <laughs> I like it. Hey! Right. We have a lot of different types of music on the show. All right, is there reverb? Hello? Hello? Okay, it's time to go in for the close. God, if the show doesn't do well, people are going to think it's because I got high in my car. And I'm not going to go back and edit it. I have to be honest with people. What else? You got anything? I mean, we got to... Well, I hope... I left everybody in a better mood than they were in. That's all I really ever wanted. <laughs> Just to brighten people's lives. <laughs> it's a woe is me type of thing. No, I'm sorry if you don't enjoy the show. I really think about the listeners sometimes, like the ones that are almost is the and what I don't uh, by the way, the positive is the positive and you I hope I don't take that. Oh, because then I'd be, I know you love you guys, to the audience. I think the audience knows I have great affection, and I'm proud for the people that are podcast listeners. There's other people that come out to the shows that are not podcast listeners that are, that are amazing, but the podcast listeners tend to be, like, I'd be proud of them. They're respectful. They're nice. They're, uh, you know, they're just, um, you know, a lot, a lot of qualities that I enjoy being around. Um, so, um, so, so, so I always, so I do say that, uh, but then what was I talking about? Then the other, what was I talking about? You worry about the podcast listeners and what they're thinking? No. What they're thinking. No, maybe I added that. Oh, word. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't want to go the negative right away. So I was trying to th- just take a second and go the positive that yeah there's people that listen and they and they show up to your shows and they're and I'm so it's, there's so I don't want to be like then but then so why do I go the negative but in my head and it's made up because I don't know I'm just saying sheer numbers I was going to go right to I know there's people listening to the podcast that probably almost are fed up with me like they liked it and now they're eh, and then everybody eventually goes eh some people don't stop listening. Some people stop listening not because they don't enjoy it. There are people that just stop listening because just they change their job and next thing they know it's like a year ago, I want to listen to it and they just but, but they loved it. And you know, it's like I used to be that way with certain shows. So I so I get that. But um But there are some people that might be listening and just, oh, I can't take it. I don't know why I have to have this thing in my head, but it's probably true, you know. Now, if that person heard me say this, do you think I'm going to keep them any longer? (laughs) Uh, Maybe they'll feel like, oh, he knows. I'm sorry, Todd. No, I do what I want. I'm a rebel. And I'm going to start branding myself that way. Mm Mm-hmm. My next stand-up special is to be called Rebel. Todd Glass Rebel. <laughs> Rebel. 
socks and they looked like they were American flags and I brought a second pair of socks in my bag in my, in my carry-on bag I had like a second pair of socks I had a few things in case you know I don't get my big bag and I went over in the corner I changed them I don't want to be the type of person that would wear American flag socks because it's not synonymous with anything. I'm not saying if it really whatever it really stands for, but so often is it used in the name of. So it's like, oh, I wear American flags. So, you know, it's not the way I'm branding myself. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not. It's like, hey, USC. You know, it's never aggressively waved in somebody's face in the beginning of battles to. Listen to the person that's crying out for help. We live in the USA, the greatest nation in the world. Listen to the plight of those people. We're in the USA. That person deserves what everybody else deserves. In the, and you should let them be heard at least. They're like every human being. We're all equal. That's the way it is. You're living in the USA. No, it's never really said like that. Does that make sense, what I'm saying? I 100% agree. Yeah. USA. And, you know, if the USA wants to start bringing back... <laughs> oh, come on, everybody. I like to joke around. If I can't have fun here, then where am I going to have fun? I'd like you to go through that board more. I think there's some fun things on that board that we're hiding from the people. And that's the new segment we're going to close with. Let's hear what's on the board. And don't try to be mean. Writing in my paycheck. Some nights I sail in. Some nights I stay up, cashing in my bad luck. Some nights I call them. Some nights I stay up, cashing in my bad luck. Some nights I call it a draw. What's the other one? Isn't there a new one? Uh, the one uh, that you just put on the board? It's like, uh, oh, it's, uh, you put the actor's name that's on it. Oh. Yeah. You know who that is, Vinny? Now I talk directly to Vinny. That's, you know, the guy that goes, apparently, with reverb in it. Go play it again. Appar you know the cute little kid? Apparently, at the amusement park, his grandpa, he ended up on Ellen. You know that kid's story. Play it again. Play it again. Apparently. Okay, now let me hear the other one. This is what I'm having the band do. Seriously, you know what I'm going to have the band do? So they're going to come out on the stage. 
to a cool song. That's a given. We have that song. I like the one we're using. When they're all seated, when they're all to out there, they start joining one at a time, and then when they're all seated in front of their instruments, the song stops, I make my announcement. Then there's always something I want to do, like right after the announcement, before the first act comes on. It's sort of a little different, upbeat. I don't, sometimes we just do a song, Love Lifting Me High, or you know, something just as up, uplifting and fun. You know, I do the announcements. Other than that, it's showtime. They come on with just a 30 second, you know, nothing too long. Make it probably even like 20 seconds. And boom, we introduced. So I thought about doing something like, I'm not, I can't sing, but I think we can. Do you have that? I can't find it. Yeah, you put it on under, um, I wonder if that's the one we took off. There's no hurry. Do you know his name? Ryan Reynolds? No. No? Mm-hmm. David Hasselhoff? No. No, it's, I think it is. Maybe it is Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, it is. He's doing it with Will Farrell. You put it on the road board, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, that's what you did. Oh, yeah. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet sky, I could be purple. I could be purple, I could be... I can be brown, I can be blue, I can be violet skies. be hurtful, I can be purple, I can be anything you'd like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be lit skies, I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. So if five band members do this, hurtful, I could be purple, anything you'd like. I could be brown, I could be blue, I could be violet skies, I could be hurtful, I could be purple, I could be anything you like. I could be brown, I could be blue, and then blackout. Ladies and gentlemen. Kurt Valtheim. It's not funny to make jokes with names, Todd. Edgy. There's one thing to be edgy, but it's a different thing to be schmedgy. And everybody knows about it. Oh, I forgot to press record. <laughs> All right, listen. I could be hurt. I could be brown. I could be blue. I can be Irish guy. I can be hurt. The band better do it right or I'm going to smash their faces in because I'm trying to make an interesting documentary about my dark years. I'm going to give you the opportunity to play one more thing and we're going to go to close on it unless I don't like it. I hope I... Did, was this a substance? Did this show have substance? Does the board... Do I need to have a no board show? No board. Me and you. Which just maybe we get one song and that's it. That's baby, it. I'll tell you, it's a, it, it might be. A <laughs> Apparently, isn't that great? We made that into a little. It's a it's a smiley face floating through the air. Every time you hear that on the Todd Glass show, picture a smiley face floating into the air. And then it splits off to a lot of different ones. And they're all mini hymns. Allie's probably an adult with acne. 
It happens to the best of us. If you. That's all right. Listen. The Todd Glass Show, by the way, just got its 55th in and uh, by the Podcasters Association of America. So, that's, you know what? I went, and it was nice, and they had a, a nice dinner after the show. Of course, I went out there. It was very nice. And we took uh, Marita Moreno, and they went out to dinner with me and Joy, and it was nice. But I'll tell you, I just have to say, you can't talk that way when you're talking about Regis. You just got to get higher and higher. It's out of control. And you got to say that. Otherwise, no one knows it's him. You got to say the tag. That's, well, the shitty your impersonation is, as mine is, you know because no one knows what the fuck it is unless you start saying all the key phrases. I'm out of control. I was out there, of course. Me. I can get his voice after I hear someone... Do it right. I need a coach to come up to me before the show, hire him for on the road to put Regis in my head. He goes, all right, Todd, you're five minutes from going on stage. He just does Regis in my ear, like right in front of me for like two minutes straight. Boom, give me this person. Boom. Every night I need it. I'm spending $50,000 a year to have a guy that puts their voices in my head, and then I can imitate it for a little while. But I can't do it from scratch. Probably why I don't do it. Once in a while, I do it more as a treat to the audience, saying, this is not my field, folks. I'm just having a little fun. But I'm not branding myself as an impersonator. Because I would never do that. And you know it, and I know it. And... All right. Uh, what's one more thing? And I want to thank... Oh, was this show of substance... People that listen to this, what did I give them? Did I let the board distract me? That's what I was saying about five minutes ago, so maybe it did. I was about to say that, and then I said, should we do a show without the board? And then I said, if we did, we would just have the one drop, which you just did, baby, baby, baby. Baby, baby, baby. Then it could just be one button, just a button for that one drop. That's what we would do. And then it would just be me. But the next time we're going to do it, no board... Baby, 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 that's it. Maybe one other. I'm serious. The gong? <laughs> you fight for the gong. <laughs> Todd, that gong. You know what? Yes. Yes, truth. I need a gong. That's the problem people in life that are sitting around. Everyone knows, they, you know, gong. Oh, now there's no participation trophies. <laughs> I think the show is great. I think it's really pleasing the people that want me to please them. But the Unpleasables... Oh, did you hear it's a new movie I sold? The Unpleasables? It's about a bunch of people that can't be pleased. All right, listen, I got to wrap it It's a good pitch. It's a good pitch. I go in a room. I say, how about this? You suck my dick. And I say that to the guys and the gals. You say no, I walk out of this room right now. Yeah, I don't like that bit. That was aggressive. No, that was all you for sure. I know. I'm gonna take it. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, do, I, do you think I should edit that out or apologize for why I didn't like it and go, all right, you hear yourself. You hear it. It, it became too um, aggressive and, 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 uh, and, and just not. Nasty. It glorifies that type of behavior. And yeah. you don't realize it. You're just being silly and you catch yourself. I'll leave it in. 
maybe because I'm lazy, but more because it's the way I look at it is it doesn't like you have to go, oh, I'll start all over. No, you, everybody has moments where you can, oh, I can communicate better than that and not put that into the air. And so that's all I'm saying. Was it just in that moment explaining it that you realized doing that was wrong? Oh, no, I realized as it was coming out of my it was coming out of my mouth. And sometimes vulgarity and sometimes absurdity can be funny. I'm not making a blanket statement, but sometimes when it's not being done, it's not, it just comes off just more, oh, I'm putting just bad energy into the air. I'm, and I'm glorifying some behavior. Mm-hmm. I don't call it behavior. Whatever you want to call it. But, uh, What are you going to do, right? What are we going to eat? What if we get Chinese food? I'm lonely. I'm really lonely, and I I could sure use someone to eat with. (laughs) God, Aaron, the look in your eyes is like, shit, I can't stay. Fuck. (laughs) Like, you feel like, you know. I got plenty of friends. I can go to Vaughn's. And sit out there. Rudy. And Rudy's up. Uh, Rudy's not there anymore. He oh, just he retired. Re- he retired. But I'm having a contest. I'm gonna say who's gonna re- who's gonna be my new Rudy. Who's gonna let me play on the PA? Rudy used to let me play on the PA at midnight. How am I gonna ask somebody else that? How am I gonna ask somebody else that? Hey, Rudy used to let me uh, play on the PA. You think? Yeah, Rudy. I have to contact Rudy on Facebook. Rudy, please call the new manager there, and she's supposed to hold it towards me when I walk up and go, you want to say anything? I don't want to ask. It's pathetic. Remember how Rudy used to go, huh? Because I did it once, and I knew knew not to curse. I knew knew there were guidelines. I didn't want to do anything that could get him in trouble or, you know, someone could. So I was just overly nice whenever I I would go, hey, everybody. We know you're it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes away. And I would just say what I would say to, if I really did work there. And I know it's hard. You're making these choices, but you got to make them. All I can tell you is you're mostly happy if you get both things you want. And a lot of times you're like, should I get that? You might think I'm doing it just to move merch. I don't, I'm not working on a commission here. But if it helps you make your decision, just get both. What are you going to do? You'll have something tomorrow night. And you go, well, yeah, but I'm going to eat it tonight. You know what? So then you'll have a fun night. Anyway, you have 10 minutes, uh, so we'd like you to sort of head up here right now because it's going to take us 10 minutes to ring you up once you're up here. So if you could sort of head right to the front right now, it would let us uh, close our doors at 10 o'clock as we're trying to do tonight because we have our own family members. And then I would start crying and go, Rudy hits me. What do I do? I turn around and... All right, what do you have on that sound? So I hope this show was, I hope it made you feel better about your life and more happy and put more joy in your life, not anger and, 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 and just sloppiness. I'm not in, these, these shows, folks, I got to tell you, I feel like my show is too tight and I'm trying to sloppy it up. So if you saw any tonight, seriously, if you're going, I did notice it being a little sloppy. I was given orders. Aaron, what did... Don't eat the mic. And what did my manager tell me? Slop it up? Yeah, I thought you said the sloppier the better. The sloppier the better. Now, why would we make that up? 
So what do you have to close on? You have a good song to go out on? Mm-hmm. So I, I, your love, folks, I am really asking you to send any good vibes towards... I don't even care if you get a chance to watch it. Just write, shut that show is, as Todd says, shut the fuck up funny. Just tweet it. Instagram it. Make it TikTok. I'm telling you, I will, it will mean the world to me. You hear my aggression in my voice? Because I'm already angry that nobody did anything. It's all I've ever wanted. Folks, I've been doing this a long time, and it's the first show I've ever done. And by the way, things have happened that are nice, that I'm very appreciative for. Just in the area of the show, I've done pilots. that nothing's, This is the first one that actually went to air. So it's really f- cool. So that's why I'm trying to celebrate it. So 10-year-old Tom, HBO Max, just spread the love. That's if you don't even know what to write, just write, this show is shut the fuck up funny. Even if you didn't think it. Just keep that between us. What if it's not your cup of tea? Just shh. Just tweet, this show is shut the fuck up funny. Because somebody else might think it is. You don't have to, like, you don't have to tell your friends, but shh. I'm not trying to start any trouble. Do you have a song that we're going to go to close on? Wow, wonder what it will be. What is this? Oh, I like it. The Todd Glass Show. Yeah, we're busting a move. We're busting a move, baby. <laughs> Woo! I gotta tell you, play, play it again. Play it again. I really do picture Vinny. Because he got a new sw- a, a, a matching sweatsuit, he told me. Pants, shirt. He said, it's all navy blue. He said, you'd love it. But it's a matching sweatsuit. And he's been, and he goes, the, the sunglasses he showed me a picture of, they're too big. I didn't want to say anything. But he's been walking around D.C. I'm going to let this song breathe. You know? But you got you to picture Vinny. Not a guy, not a character. Vinny in his real blue sweatsuit that he has. Walking around Denver. Walking around, taking in Denver with his sunglasses. Are you really jiggling cashews as an honor to one of my jokes? Both hands?
Aristotle, can you feather in Mr. Rogers so it's not abrupt, like one fading in? They just pass in the night air. It's you I like. It's not the things you wear, not the way you do your hair, but it's you I like. The way you are right now, the way down deep inside you. Not the things that hide you, not your toys, they're just beside you. But it's you I like, every part of you, your skin, your eyes, your feelings, whether old or new. And I hope that you'll remember, even when you're feeling blue. That it's you I like, it's you yourself, it's you, it's you, it's you I like. It's you I like.